get your smoke on, I get your chill on. Let's get these conversations on. Crawling on moms and anybody who's living life. The Pop Moms Podcast is here. Talking all things cannabis with a mama twist, like a freshly rolled hemp joint infused with a bit of that, a bit of this. It's all part of the experience of life. Thanks for tuning in. You ready to begin? Then welcome to the PMP. Pop Moms Podcast. The Pop Moms Podcast. It's on. The Pop Moms Podcast. It's the Pop Moms Podcast. Oh, it's on. Hi, it's Kate with the Pop Moms Podcast. Today I'm here with Lo again. Hi, Lo. Hey, Kate. <laughs> I guess I should only say hey, Lo. <laughs> <laughs> that is the appropriate greeting. <laughs> For a refresher, uh, Lo is the amazing founder of Halo Cannabis. Um, and she's made so many different advancements in the processing world, in the cannabis world, really all over. Um, she released a new lube line, too, that's available in the greater Seattle area, um, and that's called Louder. So if you're feeling that, you know, mid-March at St. Patrick's Day, that's another great opportunity to use it. <laughs> Everyone always knows that you get laid on St. Patrick's Day, so go pick up louder as well. Um, but today we're not talking about lube. Um, we are going to be talking about um, the different classifications of cannabis. So um, three words that um, if you're in a legal state or if you've been involved in the industry or um, if you're familiar, um, we'll go ahead and we'll go through all of them. But we're going to be talking about sativa, indica, and uh, uh, hybrid. And then what we're going to do is actually take a deeper dive into a better way that you can facilitate your high. Um, and they're called terpenes. So I'm going to kick it over to Low and, and take it away. Thank you, Kate, for the ever beautiful intro. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm super excited to talk about this. Uh, while I've been in the industry for about five years, um, I've been using cannabis for many years. Um, my goal has always been how do I narrow down my experience because I always talk about how when you have a, an experience with cannabis and it's not what you were expecting or it's not a good experience, it's like you're best friend betrayed you totally so um i thought we knew each other yeah and if we can get more control over our experience you can find the perfect thing for if you really need to zone in and you know write a blog or you you know people use cannabis when they're getting ready for thanksgiving dinner because they need to have difficult conversations with their families or going or for a not hike. have difficult conversations and <laughs> yes. just shut up oh yeah oh yeah just li be the listener right be yes. the listener um so yeah i mean really uh drilling down into indica sativa hybrid can really only take you so far so um indica sativa and hybrid are legitimate classifications um they are how we categorize the way the plant grows. For example, sativas genetically will grow tall and skinny and have very thin fan leaves, whereas indicas are more short, they're bushy, they have fat fan leaves. Um, and so how does that really tell us how we're going to feel? Um, not, not really at all. <laughs> Um, in general, it used to be that, you know, sativas got you going, they gave you energy, 
Um, Indica's, uh, the common phrase is in the couch, um, make you sleepy, whatnot. Um, but since we've started hybridizing things, breeding things together, you know, controlling the way the plant grows, whether that means like, you know, you're letting it grow as big as it can grow outside or, you know, you're, you're controlling the way it grows indoors, um, you know, those classifications don't really help all that much. So uh, how do we look at it a little differently? You start with the cannabinoid profile. So we're f familiar with THC, which is the product that's going to give you that euphoric high feeling. And CBD, those are the two most common ones, CBD being more the wellness um, it definitely still affects your brain uh, in all the best ways, but you won't be feeling intoxicated or high with, with CBD. So beyond that, we have the flavors and the aroma of the cannabis plant, which, you know, if you've not experienced cannabis before, it could just smell like weed. But um, when you're in a legal state and you have access to everything from like a, a tangy, which when you open the bag smells like you peeled an orange. Oh, to, so good. Um, let's say our Aliens on Moonshine, for example, which has like a really buttery, um, sweet aroma. Um, or, you know, any of like the Dutch treats or hazes, those get their names uh, like Super Lemon Haze or something from that hazy aroma, which is um, predominantly found from terpinaline, which is an offshoot of um, a pine terpene. So it has like a like a musky, gassy, diesel-y pine aroma. So terpenes are very common in the plant world. They're naturally found in all plants that, um, especially fruit-bearing plants. So flowering plants um, like lavender, which uh, the pre predominant terpene in lavender is linalool. Um, pine, I mentioned, pine needles secrete pinene, which um, smells like pine. Uh, and then um, all the citrus plants, citrus fruits uh, like lemons uh, give off limonene or Valencia oranges give off valencine, which is a citrus smell, but not limey. It's more of the orange smell. So all of these things not only smell great, but um, they I'm make like, I have, like I feel like I'm <laughs> transported to a, like orange grove. <laughs> um, they they actually affect your experience, and so uh, whenever we used to buy cannabis, or um, if you're in a state where they allow you to smell your product, uh, Washington is not one of those. Um, you use your nose to buy product. You if it smells good, uh, that's your body's way of telling you it's probably going to make you feel good, and so. Um, in general, we can go through some of the top terpenes that will and, and what they do to your high. One of the most common terpenes found in cannabis is myrcene. It's found in a lot of different plants, but predominantly in mangoes, which is especially the peel of a mango. So next time you smell, sorry, next time you um, buy a mango, scratch the peel of the mango, and that's really what you're smelling. It's got like a green, um, semi-fruity aroma. Um, and what that terpene does is, in general, makes you feel calm. It's um, known to make you more sedated. Uh, we're still discovering what it does because, you know, who really was researching what a peel of a mango did to you? Right. <laughs> um, but, yeah, cannabis has actually opened up a, a wealth of knowledge and research um, because people are trying to understand, like, where this these chemicals interact with our body and how they do make us feel this way. So... Myrcene is one of those. It's very, very common, especially in um, more of the really heavy hitters. 
uh, which we believe that um, the reason it's so so dominant is because the people growing and propagating this plant were growing it based on the experience. So when you grew the plant, and still to this day, it's called pheno hunting or pheno like looking for a specific type of phenotype. You're growing the plant, seeing how it grows. Does it grow a really beautiful flower? Is it very dense? Does it have a lot of resin on it? Because, you know, the more resin, the more bang for your buck, basically. Mm -hmm. Um, And then you experience the flower by consuming it, um, by smoking it. And based on that experience, the grower will either grow that plant uh, again or will phase it out or change change the, uh, the phenotype. And um, so we believe that these plants with a lot of mercy and gave the growers what they wanted out of that experience. And so only now when we're having consumers look for many different experiences and not just what the grower wants to grow, are we seeing these other terpenes come to surface and also these other cannabinoids, which would be a totally different episode. Limonene is another common one. I mentioned that being the citrus one. So any of your citrus strains, um, like super lemon haze I mentioned, um, or any sour strains, um, tangy, those are usually known as your energetic strains because the citrus fruits, the citrus aroma, if you look at aromatherapy, it really gets you going. That's a really energizing terpene. So... um, you know, depending on how your body reacts with limonene, it may be like a really awesome energy or it might be kind of a spiraling thoughts energy. So, um, yeah. I've had both experiences. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And then that's that's another reason why having these um, uh, terpenes in combination, that's important because each one interacts with the other to to relay another experience. And so... Um, so yeah, limonene is known as energetic, and it also um, is helpful with depression. Uh, terpinoline I mentioned has that like woody, herbal, piney, but also like diesel smell. Um, Dutch treat, uh, any of the haze, diesel, um, Chernobyls, those all have a predominantly terpinoline heavy um, terpene profile. Um, what that does, it is um, slightly sedative, although some people have the opposite effect. Um, and I always compare that to Benadryl. Some, some yes, people, totally. Yeah. So it really is important to know how these terpenes interact with your body because it could give you, you know, a nice relaxing high or it could make you kind of bounce off the wall. Um, but for the most part, they're pretty, uh, you know, generalized. Um, but in, in for the most part, terpinoline is a sedative um antibacterial, antioxidant. Um, It does have like anti-cancer benefits. Um, But, you know, these are all small scale research studies that are being done. Uh, Beta-caryophylline is really um, predominant in like the peppery strains. So if you ever find yourself sneezing when you're smoking, um, oftentimes that's because of the peppery terpenes. So this has like a very woody, spicy um, spicy flavor. That's so funny. I like have totally sneezed while smoking and just like blamed it on anything and everything but like that. Mm-hmm. That's so interesting. Is there one that makes you cough more? Um, I I don't think that there's anything associated with that. Um, but uh, you can also be allergic to terpenes. Oh my god. Yeah. Oh, I guess because right because terpenes are in foods. Yep. So if you're allergic to that food. 
you should not be smoking pot right. with those terpenes. Mm-hmm. That makes so much sense. I yeah. bet, see, like, what's so interesting to me, and I apologize because this is going to be a tangent, and then I promise we will totally get back to all of the other terpenes. <laughs> but there's, there's hundreds. There's so hundreds. We'll, we'll cut it. We'll cut it short. <laughs> That's fair. But when, um, I mean, I, I'm speaking personally, um, I've thrown up from alcohol a number of times. But I no. still, I, I know. Can you believe it? <laughs> Little innocent mom of three, Kate, um, with a horrible potty mouth. Um, anyway, so, I, but I still drink occasionally, you know what I mean? And, and back when I was probably throwing up a lot more, I was still drinking a lot more. So, like, when I hear that people have had a bad experience with cannabis or they have had a, des- a result that they have not intended, you know, mm-hmm. um, to give up so easily. I am just, I'm shocked. Well, I mean, you can compare it to medicine too. Like people come to cannabis being like, oh, you know, all all focused on the hype, you know, because it can make you feel really good. It can help you, um, you know, get over some anxiety. I, I personally in college used it for anxiety. Um, I didn't, you know, at first know that I was using it for that, but right. I prefer it to alcohol and um, alcohol is like, you know, prevalent in in college communities. And so um, cannabis was much better for me. And when you, you, we, you talk about medicine, like I mentioned Benadryl or um, I, I talk about like antidepressants, uh, if people are coming to cannabis for a remedy, it's not a, a catch-all. First of all, um, you still have, you still have to know like what you're trying to get out of it. Um, it's a trial and error process, just like medicine is. Um, and uh, you know, having the right expectations and and doing your own research. Um, we do go to the stores and expect the people behind the counter to be able to guide our experience and guide our purchasing, but. We also have to educate ourselves, which is why Halo is based on education and transparency. We're trying to help be a resource, you know, in, in addition to creating all these products with, you know, great flavors and um, also great experiences and different experiences based on the product. We also want to help you be able to find the right product. And that could be a vape. It could be flour. It could be an edible but you really need to understand what you're trying to get out of the experience, whether that means you want to use cannabis when you're going to a concert or you're trying to help yourself, you know, go back to sleep when you wake up in the middle of the night. So um, learning about the terpenes and the flavors and all that cannabis can do for you will help you narrow down what that right product is. And so that you're equipped when you go to a store and say, you know, I want to get high well the most common question you're gonna hear is how do you want to feel and that that's another challenge that our industry faces is the the people who have been buying cannabis and who are buying cannabis right now they they already know what they want a lot of times they already know what they're looking for whether that's a specific strain name or a specific experience but that's only a very small percentage of the potential consumers in the market. All the moms, all the people who have never tried cannabis before, all, all the people trying to switch off of alcohol and um, do something better for themselves because we know that cannabis is better for you than alcohol. And so um, we, we don't have a lot of resources to show us how it's going to feel. We grow up seeing, and, and I think kids these days are different now, but like, you know, I, my parents didn't use cannabis. Right. My parents didn't use, I'm, I mean, they've told me they've tried it, but like I never saw them use it. 
they weren't telling me, you know, how it how it made them feel. Um, probably because it would make me want to use it. Right. But <laughs> they're like, I'm so chill and I'm so much better version of myself. But yeah, <laughs> but just, just don't drink. do it. Right. Yeah. <laughs> um, but you see people like drinking wine every night. You see people drinking beer every night. You know, you go, to, you pass down the street and you see countless bars where people are drinking. Like that's a very standard communal practice. But cannabis, um, there's not really many resources for you to be like, well, I want I want to feel good. Can it make me feel good? Like, um, is it going to make me feel sleepy? Like when you go to the store and somebody asks you, how do you want to feel? A lot of new users have zero adjectives to, to, to provide. So, um, so yeah, I really recommend people become their own educated consumer and use online resources because there's a lot of them. Um, especially our website. I was going to say a lot on Halo. Like Mm -hmm. when I look at different products, like that's one website I use a lot because you guys just have a ton of really good and like really honest and really easy to read information. I think that's the key too. I mean, when you're dealing with uh, words that are a little bit more scientific and there's a lot more I, like I, I mean, well, yeah. Everyone heard the original CBD um, episode where I could not say endocannabinoid, um, but <laughs> yeah, it. I know. Nailed it this time. That's all that matters. One cut. Um, but yeah, I think that it can be very intimidating, <clears throat> and to be able to have resources, but also like trusted resources, right? Mm-hmm. Like Lo and her teams take really great effort to go ahead and make sure that the information that they're presenting is accurate and vetted. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Versus just someone who's like, this is how I feel about THC. And I'm not saying that that's what their voice sounds like, but I'm pretty (laughs) sure that's what their voice sounds like. Um, Yeah. I mean, uh, if you talk to new consumers, like I I was a new consumer coming into the legal market. You know, I used to just buy legal or illicit cannabis, you know, back in the Midwest. Um, Coming into legal cannabis, there's just so many options. And so it's, it's really important to go in being like this is what I want out of it um, and that way you can you know trust what you're buying and um, be be that educated consumer and so um, yeah we, we try to help by providing information on the package too like when you walk in oh yeah talk about that yeah we, we put like the top terpenes on the package um, if you know you, you can just not even look at that and just look at the uh, green means daytime blue means nighttime labeling um, we have like adjectives to describe the experience on the package and that comes from reviews from the product. So it's not just like pulled out of thin air or pulled off of Leafly. Leafly is a great resource too, but like they're targeting the national audience. Um, chemistry of the product is integral for understanding, uh, understanding the experience. So I'm a chemist, I'm a nerd, like I have a medical background I, I want to drill down. Like, I want to know every single thing that's in there. Um, and my goal is to translate what that means for the consumer because not everybody cares. Um, so, although when you're high and looking at, like, the analytics of the product, it's, like, <laughs> kind of fun. Um, but uh, where was I? Um, yeah, it's important to know what that particular product is going to do for you because you've heard, like, oh, I got a blue dream in Seattle from this grower, but then when I went to California and I got a blue dream, like, it was totally different. Um, That's because the chemistry of the product is different. We talked about pheno hunting, different phenotypes. There are plants that can express a THC-dominant phenotype 
and a CBD dominant phenotype. What? Yeah. So if you if if you're going to a store and you're like expecting the product to be the same between growers, you usually it it might it will be more consistent. But yeah. It's still, it's but it still could be completely different. And um, grape ape is another example. Uh, we've had we've sourced grape ape from two different growers and the terpene profile was totally different. So one was like a hybrid, you know, calm, but like still kind of energizing, which is not normally what a grape ape is. Mm-mm. Grape ape should like knock you out. Yeah, like um, sleepy time. Yeah. And so, <laughs> you know, it would really suck to it would piss someone off. Yeah. For sure. So that's why we literally threw <laughs> indica sativa hybrid out the window um, when we first started, because the the one of the first products that we extracted, um, we tried it. It was amazing. You know, it was fruity. Uh, it, it made you want to party. You were the chattiest person at the party. You were having a good time for hours. This plant was an indica. Whoa! If we had labeled that indica, so many people would have been pissed. We would have lost our integrity. Yeah. You know, and so at that. That moment, I was like, I can't subscribe to this anymore. I already know that it's going away. So, um, yeah, we, we were like, what does that mean? Why does it do that? So terpenes are, you know, the next level of getting control of your experience. And, you know, Halo's, uh, Halo's um, Grape Ape or Halo's Dutch 47 is going to – Halo's Dutch 47, that comes from Trailblazing's Dutch 47 – should have the same profile and should have the same experience. And I would say that we've done a good job to maintain that. Um, Some processors will literally just source whatever flower or mostly trim, um, and they'll just make like a giant vat of oil, and then they'll add flavors or terpenes to different, you know, lots. They'll take out a kilo here, a kilo there, add different flavors or terpenes to match what they think the fingerprint of that strain is and call it Pineapple Express. But it's artificially created, so it's not going to. Right. So <laughs> it's going to get you high, probably, because it has THC in it, but it's not going to be like when you smoke Dutch Treat, you're expecting that type of experience. You're not going to transition over to some product like that where it's, you know, manu- where it's formulated to, like, kind of look like it. Yeah. Um, but not necessarily come from that plant because we've we're very, very new. As an industry, we don't have the the resources to really understand the exact finger, fingerprint of each strain or each product that we're sourcing from. So we are trying to do our best with um, w- the resources that we have and the understanding of extraction and chemistry of the product that we have at Halo. And so we, we stand behind our product, but we still have people review the product before we put it on the market to make sure that we know what type of experience you're going to have. And we put that on the package as opposed to just being like, okay, I'm going to call this Dutch treat. And that, that's a problem that people, people face consistently is saying like, I don't want to vape or I don't want to use oil because it just doesn't do it for me. Doesn't do it the same way as flour does. And that's because we're extracting from the plant. We, we, we probably are missing some stuff, but what we're trying to do is, keep as much of it in there as the we can. The whole flower and the whole plant, mm-hmm. yeah. And it shows, I mean, it shows in your product. Like, since I found you guys, <laughs> I, I can't buy any other ones because I, I know the consistent experience I'm going to have. And, like, I don't think that the end consumer 
um, has insight into that mm-hmm. because I think we're all just really fucking excited that weed's legal. Yeah, and so and rightfully so. Um, you know, in legal markets and whatnot, and kind of hopefully the way hopefully things will move, keep moving in that direction. But um, I think it's really insightful to know that there are companies taking. It's it's kind of like not organic. I don't want to do organic and artificial, but at some point it's kind of like similar. I guess just like sativa and indica. <laughs> um, we're just labeling it for the ease of communication, but. I think, like, taking all of that into consideration versus creating, like, a Frankenstein product, it's just going to, like, it's going to be the different experience that you're going to have and how it relates to that. So I would just encourage, I mean, all of the information you've given is, like, amazing. Like, I learned stuff, you know. (laughs) And um, I think that the more that it can be a normal practice to look into what you're buying um, the better that people's experience is going to be. Because, mm-hmm. like, if you don't, like, and it is, it's, it's, it's just Trust thinking, but verify. Trust but verify, right. You don't have to, like, be a dick about it. But just, <laughs> you know, make sure that whatever, um, whatever that you're looking into or what you're intending to buy is actually what you're intending to buy. So I think that's good advice. Um, how do you test what terpenes are in a product? Um, so we do have our own testing unit in-house. We have an HPLC. Um, but uh, for our official test results, we always send it third party. Mm-hmm. So, you know, in general practice, it's best practice to use a third party so that you're not, you know, biased in any way. But um, so we use a third party um, testing company called Confidence Analytics. They um, test for our cannabinoid profiles, our terpene profiles, um, mycotoxins, microbial, pesticides, um, all of that. We, we go above and beyond what the, the state requires in testing. But, um, yeah, we use a third party to make sure that, um, you know, it's, it's valid results that they've tested it, you know, with their proven methods and everything. So um, we can test in-house, but we, we really leave that for our R&D. So yeah. uh, all of the analytics are, are on the website and they're batch specific. So um, sometimes batches do change, you know, by a few percentage points. But for the most part, they stay pretty consistent. Um, but yeah, it, it's pretty neat to explore that. You can see not only what the top three terpenes are, which is what we put on the packaging. You can see the top, you know, 30 terpenes and really look into those. Like there's um, some terpenes that come from apples. There's terpenes that come from the... Um, geranium flowers like not come from that but uh, they're found in there Mm -hmm. so if you're thinking about you know this reminds me of honeysuckle or something like that you can look into the analytics and be like okay well that terpene's in there or something like that so it's amazing all the different flavor profiles and and the terpenes that come out in the cannabis plant especially because this isn't this isn't a flower trying to to really like please humans um it's a it's a reaction to the environment so it's trying to attract um beneficial animals and insects and repel it's an it's also protection against um predators so it's it's that's why um sometimes you have like even better flavor profiles or more robust flavors or a wider range of flavors or cannabinoids in outdoor flower versus indoor Mm -hmm. flower yeah because again it's it's not only just it's genetic expression but also in response to the environment so we've definitely noticed that we source from mainly outdoor growers for the sustainability side of things and also um you know the organic methods that are used um but we have started sourcing from some led growers or um 
you know, greenhouse growers. And if we're trying to provide every experience, we need to have different types of flour. And so um, we have noticed that the chemical profile of the end product is a much more diverse profile in outdoor grown flour than um, indoor. That's awesome. And one thing I actually really enjoy too, so in addition to having a great experience when you smoke the concentrate and the oils with Halo, um, you can look up a Spotify playlist (laughs) that puts you in like the exact mood of the cannabis, which is like, that was mind blowing. Cause I was like, yeah, right. Like there's no way it could like actually like based off of how you're feeling and the strain you're smoking. And I was like, all right, low, all right. I trust you. You can make all of Challenge our accepted. future road trip playlists <laughs> that we're going to go on together. Yeah. Um, those are super fun. We uh, each have made a playlist, everybody from the team. We've had some, um, like Hannibal Burris has made a playlist because he vibed with one of our products. Oh, the that's C- dope. The CBG blend. And um, we were like, you can make the playlist for that. I mean, and it, it's actually really good. Um, but yeah, it, it, cannabis is so multi-level in terms of the experience, you know, like I said, it's a community thing where, you know, you're smoking or vaping with friends and, you know, having that music in the background, cannabis often makes music sound great. (laughs) Um, it's a multi-sense experience. You smell it, you taste it, you feel it, you hear, um, you know, you, you, you engage your, your, uh, what is that? Audible senses, auditory, auditory. Auditory sounds right. Cool. That's not a chemistry thing. No. (laughs) I don't have to be held accountable for that. Nope. (laughs) No, that's a good point. I mean, that was one of the things that um, really in when I first started smoking cannabis, and again, back then, to your point, like, it was just weed. And if you had it, you were happy with it. Mm -hmm. Like, you're like, oh, wow, that was different. But I I don't think that anyone was, I mean, obviously being like a high schooler at that point, it was like not in my head about that. (laughs) Um, But yeah, I remember sitting in the back of one of my buddies, Blue Jettas. (laughs) <laughs> and playing Dave Matthews Band. And I was like, this sounds awesome. Of like, course. I, I know. <laughs> and you couldn't get much more stereotypical for growing up in the Midwest, but shout out to that Blue Jetta. <laughs> <laughs> and good old Dave Matthews. And Dave Matthews. Yeah. Like, yeah, he's in Seattle too. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I remember going to his concert in Cleveland, which apparently has a bad relationship with Cleveland. Uh-oh. But. I'm from Cleveland, and we still go to his concert, <laughs> and we still smoke a lot of weed at the mm-hmm. concert, so yep. unlike Mary Moore, who has a vendetta against cannabis. Yeah. Is it bad there? Yeah. I, I mean, like, you hosted Willie there. Nelson, but you won't let us smoke weed? I know. <laughs> I know. Sometimes it... Bl- I forget. I forget. Um, before a flight uh, the other week, I... Um, I was flying with Eunice, and so Eunice is the best person to travel with because she just, like, helps you out in so many different ways. <laughs> and so um, we got out of the Uber, and we went over to uh, the smoking area because we were we were smoking. Duh. And um, we got yelled at really quickly. Oh, really? <laughs> it was some random dude. He was yeah. like, hey, you can't be smoking that out here. And I was like, sounds like you need to be smoking it out here. <laughs> but... Uh, yeah, so that was that was funny. But we'll I think see it as evol- it evolves. I hope. I mean, like, and I think that you know, thinking about it being drinking being so normalized, and like you have barbecues and you pick up six packs, like mm-hmm. just go pick up joints, like. And I don't know if there's just such a difference because there's nothing like emitted at when you drink. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. 
I, I think that, like, the smoke aspect of it, because there is, like, a, there's a big stigma against cigarettes, too. And, like, yeah. I'm not going to say rightfully so, but, like, I can understand it. I'm going to say rightfully so. Okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I don't want to offend anyone. I know. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I don't like it, but at the same time, like... I think that I think that the larger stigma of that is being taken on by cannabis, mm-hmm. and then you kind of get like the one-two punch of like the dr- the Reagan, you know, the drug days and and uh, the agenda there, and um, you know, I think that there's a lot of unfair stereotypes being pushed just because there's people don't know a lot about it. Yeah, no, and that's that's what I mean. Where there's like so much potential with people who are like interested but they're scared i mean it is scary have you ever seen reefer madness i mean like the og reefer madness Dude, like my friends like we need to get high and watch reefer madness and it's i was like, like hilarious it's like a comedy <laughs> i'm gonna do it all right leaf leaf simmons we'll use your stage name you've been bugging me to watch reefer madness and you're hearing it right now i'll watch it with you we'll invite low i'm in we can I'm all in. watch it and and laugh. I honestly have uh, done presentations where you know I've talked about like destigmatizing and like all the research that's out there showing the benefits of cannabis. And then I'm like, I would like to take a moment of silence for this video, and I like put it on. <laughs> and the trailer, like you just watch the trailer, and you're like, good god, they really didn't. They they went all out. Yeah. They were like, what what are like the worst case scenarios? with this whole situation and we'll just put it on camera um but there are parts of it where it's like you know somebody playing the piano like really well and you're like yeah i do play the piano really well when i'm high (laughs) you know it's like or at least i have the confidence to do so yeah totally (laughs) um but yeah it's it's unfortunate that um that type of rhetoric is still going around and um yeah, and pe- you know, people are getting drug tested still, which mm-hmm. you know, if you're operating heavy machinery, you know, you probably shouldn't be consuming cannabis, honestly. Um, right. But if you're the there's po- a time and a place. You, if you're the you wouldn't post drink office, when you were doing that. Yeah, like exactly. Um, but like, I always talk to my post office guy, <laughs> and I'm like talking to him, but in the back of my mind, I'm like, oh my god, you can't use cannabis. That's so sad. Yeah. Yeah. He can but. deliver it. <laughs> he can deliver it. Yeah. He doesn't know he's delivering Right. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. That's funny. But, uh, but yeah, you can have every type of experience with cannabis. Um, and, and that's – I'm excited to hopefully do a, a talk with you about um, the other cannabinoids that are in the plant because that's the next level yep. for experience um, – to for understanding your experience. Uh, I'll just leave a teaser here, but we had – um, a product that we released last year or a couple years ago that had THCV in it. Ooh. Really sexy cannabinoid. Um, but it is very well known for creativity. And um, at one point, the Hamilton cast was here in Seattle. <gasps> and they were, like, all obsessed with this product. And we had, like... We, they ended up coming in for a tour because we were they reached out to us on our Instagram or, like, they posted about one of the Halo products. And we were like, what? Oh, that's crazy. Um, and they were like, yeah, it, it, it you know, talk about creatives, right? Um, and then we had a friend who, um, his name's Demi Truist, and he was like, I wrote a whole album in one night after using this. Um, yeah. So talk about the creative experiences. What is that one called again? THCV. THCV. Mm-hmm. And do you have any strains right now with THCV in it? 
Grape Ape, actually. There we go. Our, our current Grape Ape, which is the one that I said kind of doesn't have the normal Grape mm. Ape experience. So, you know, I hope one day we get rid of strain names. As much as I love yeah. strain names, um, there are a lot of fun, like the Aliens on Moonshine or, you know, Pineapple Chunk or, like, Alien Asshat is one that I absolutely love. But, um, you know, I don't need the Alaskan Thunderfuck. Yeah. You know, I don't need that one. Right. But, um, but yeah, because I feel like, if anything, the strain name should convey how you're going to feel. And a lot of times they don't. Yeah. A lot of times they don't. I think that's fair. So that's actually a perfect segue into playing this week's super fun game. So. What? It's the real or fake strain name game. Yeah. Which hasn't had a title that has not been fluid since its conception. <laughs> <laughs> So today, um, I sometimes when I'm high or when I'm showering alone or whatever, I try to find things that would make me laugh and then just hope it makes other people laugh. <laughs> and so um, this one, this game that we're going to play today um, with Lo is going to be, is it a porno film or is it a real or fake strain name game? Oh my gosh. <laughs> yes. All right. So the first one. Are you ready, Lo? I'm I'm beyond ready. Okay, cool. The first one is pink panties or Midsummer's Night Cream. Which one's the real one? Yeah. Midsummer's. No, it's pink panties. Damn! <laughs> they need a Midsummer Night's Cream. Right. I know. I know. That's a good one, Dang. right? Because I'm like, this could go. I, as I was looking at these, I was like, I could probably go either way. <laughs> And maybe that's just panties. Tells, that's yeah. so boring. Yeah, pink panties is a real strain, and Midsummer's Night's Cream is a porno. Okay, <laughs> okay. All right. So, out of these next two, tell me which you think is the correct real strain, or you can say. Okay, I thought we were just guessing pornos here. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> okay, yeah, I definitely would have picked. I, okay, I was my, like, that was I'm my like, answer <laughs> is. Midsummer Night's Cream is a porno. Okay, so I'm gonna give you that. Point Thank you. Then. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> if anything, here at the Pat Bombs Podcast, we're fair. <laughs> um, all right, the next one is so which one is a strain or which one is a porno? Okay, okay. Purple Pussy or A Tale of Two Titties? <laughs> <laughs> the strain name is Purple Pussy. Yes, you got it. You got it. And that's not to be confused with the Dogman book, which all my parent friends will know, which is A Tale of Two Kitties. So um, we can play on that all day. All right. Um, the next one, one of which is a strain name, one of which is a porno. Is it Free Will Humping or Dr. Feel Good? Um, the strain name is... Dr. Feelgood. Yes, dude, you are, like, undefeated. <laughs> this is great. That's because these porno names are just, like, so, so solid. Yeah. You know, you're like, that, that's that got to be a porn. Yep. If it's not, we got to make yeah, that Yeah, totally. <laughs> Using Loud. Sponsored by Sponsored Loud. Sponsored by Louder. <laughs> louder. There yeah, we yeah. Go. Louder. Get louder. I feel louder. like, yeah, Louder can be the porno one. Um, <laughs> or, like, soft touchy. <laughs> um, okay, so let me see. We've got Beverly Hills Cock up next, or XXXOG. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, Beverly Hills Cock is the porn. You're right. Okay. 
<laughs> Although I was hoping I was wrong on that one. I know. Wouldn't that be really funny? You're like, how did you come up with that name? They're like, oh, I was actually just watching a porno. <laughs> <laughs> I named it after my favorite porn. Okay. The next one, is it Black Domina or is it Bitanic? Ooh, this is a tricky one. Right? <laughs> Bitanic is for sure the porno. Yes, you're right. <laughs> All right. Oh my god, I hope Leo's in that one. I know. This last one is okay. So the last one, this is gonna maybe be tough. Okay. So the last one is the strain or porno. Which one is which? Nurse Jackie or Dawson's crack? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, James Vanderbeek. <laughs> Okay, honestly, you need to start live streaming this so people can see how hard we're laughing. I know. Um, I need to start videoing it because it's pretty funny. It is hilarious. Okay, wait. (laughs) I just want you to say those again. (laughs) For the final, the first undefeated, or no, the first zero wrong. The grand finale. The grand finale. Which is which is a porno and which one is a cannabis strain? Nurse Jackie or Dawson's crack? Okay, Nurse Jackie is the strain. Yes, you got it! You did it! Woo! You are the reigning champ on the Pop Moms podcast. I'm I'm here. I'm here. We should do an ultimate challenge. Oh my god, we could have a fucking tournament. Yeah. And you should do a tournament where you like the first half is sober and the second half you're like just blitzed. Oh my god. Mm-hmm. I really love that idea. Yeah, I got you. Let's do that I'm, this I'm, summer. I can be the trial. Yeah. Seriously. <laughs> I'm in. We I'm can start in. doing dinner parties with games. Perfect. Like everyone loves dinner parties. Let's, everyone like yeah. cannabis infused dinner. Mm-hmm. You'll play before it kicks in. Yeah. And then bam. Appetizer round and then dessert round. I think this would be really fun. And I have um something about me. Um I love themed parties oh my god! I don't gosh. get to go to them as much yeah. as I would like to um but if we ever have um like one time we I decided that I was gonna make a uh, jerk chicken meal for everybody and I got like a Rasta hat for it and then, like, <laughs> I just I dig I I get it from my father who is also like that but um but, I yeah. love themed parties all right look forward in the future pop mom's podcast and halo <laughs> I'm putting it on right here yeah pl- plus sponsored by loud if yes it, if we want to take yes. it yes into that I think that's maybe great. not I don't know <laughs> I, I mean why not I, I like it. that theme I think I would go all right well this is great yeah I'm just so excited we have a I, no one's ever gotten them all right all right so this is like a really big awesome thing. well I'm I didn't need that list so I can check out those porns so yes honestly. I know I'm intrigued now I'm intrigued I'm like I could get into some of these Dawson's, Dawson's crack, crack. <laughs> that's awesome well, thank you so much, Lo. I Thanks really for appreciate me. it. You're such an asset to the cannabis community, and I don't know. I just personally really appreciate you. Lo. Hey, I'm I'm really proud to be representing this side of things, the nerds of, of the cannabis industry, and um and really grateful that there's a podcast for um for moms, yeah, for for resources because if anybody needs needs weed every now and then it's it's or every day or every day yeah yeah um yeah so really grateful to have have you in the industry kate awesome thank you all right lo we'll talk to you soon over and out bye
And we're back. Um, so that was the shit episode. Um, I hope you really enjoyed it. And we have a little surprise. Um, we were able to finagle Daniel to help us do the outro for Low. Daniel, didn't Low do a great job? She, she, she nailed it, but <laughs> can't say I'm surprised. <laughs> so um, I guess just since we have you here, what's your favorite type of terpene and, and why? Yeah, um, type of terpene. Uh, maybe the sesquiterpenes. No, um, but uh, slate uh, shade for wrong term. Noted. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. sorry. No, that, that's too much. I'm too much. Uh, limonene is um, is my path to happiness, brightness. It's um, it's an antidepressant, and it's it's about bright, positive cannabis. So that's that resonates with me. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think that does resonate with you. <laughs> you like were just sunshine. Big, yeah, I would just say you're a bright ray of sunshine. You know, just reflecting it back. <laughs> oh, feeling yeah. it. oh, snap. <laughs> feeling the love. Yeah. It's so circular. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, do you have any secret messages that you want to tell Lo? To everybody else's <laughs> uh, We're having meatloaf for dinner. Yes. Ooh, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. That's a good one. Mm-hmm. It's a good staple. So. Do you wrap it in bacon? It's uh, topped with bacon. Yeah. Nice. Mm-hmm. Nice. So Very keto friendly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and sliced avocado on Ooh. top. Excellent. And our homemade mayo. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. Okay. So oh, okay. I'm so obsessed wait, with I'm Japanese mayo. Oh, yeah. Yes. Kewpie or? Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Kewpie. Kewpie. Is that a Yeah, Kewpie. It's a Kewpie. There's a song called Kewpie Mayo. Oh, my God. That's awesome. How do you make your own mayo? Um, you start blending with a you know a hand mixer uh, egg yolk and then you add uh, egg yolk. Oh, that was that was a midwife. Extra light uh, olive oil, um, salt, um, and a little bit of mustard. I hate mustard, but a little bit. It uh, makes it like stone ground. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, it works. Yeah. yeah. And um, yeah, make it really airy and delicious. Um, but yeah, you, you can't use extra virgin olive oil, which is what most people have mm-hmm. on their shelves. Gotta get the light stuff for this, or, or otherwise the taste won't be right. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's really funny. Okay, so we could do Halo Mayo. <laughs> hey, Mayo. Hey, Mayo. And it could be CBD Mayo for all oh, of your sandwich yes. relaxation needs. Beautiful CBD Mayo. Okay, coming to you soon. Could have been. 2021. Right. <laughs> I never. That's awesome. Thank you so much, Daniel. Um, make sure to uh, follow us on Instagram at Pot Moms Podcast. Um, we have a whole bunch of really fun content coming up. Go to our website, www potmoms.com and uh, submit your email information so we can keep you up to date on um, on what's going on. And if you haven't gotten an email yet, it's because I promise this I'll, promise I'll send it out this week. Promise. <laughs> I yeah, I promise that it will come out this week. Um, thank you so much for listening. Uh, make sure you're subscribing on Apple Pod um, Apple Podcast, uh, Spotify, uh, Stitcher, Google Play. We're on all of those. And if we aren't on your favorite, drop us an angry letter and let us know um and yeah talk to you later mm, that's dope super mom there she is doing it all looking so beautiful <laughs>
Thanks for listening to today's show. To check out more great cannabis podcasts, go to podconnects.com. Here's a preview of one of our other shows. Hey everyone, it's Ryan from the Cannabis Connoisseur Podcast. If you're looking for ways to utilize cannabis to keep you healthy, strong, and sharp, come join us every Wednesday where we dive into the best ways to use cannabis to optimize your life. Topics include cannabis and athletics, cannabis for productivity, cannabis for anxiety, cannabis for a healthy immune system, and so much more. If you're a curious connoisseur, this show is for you. So please head over to our page and we're looking forward to seeing you this week. Bye.